Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. And, and to see him like that, of power, all of my life growing up, saw my dad, you know when, you, when you're young, you never think your parents will pass away. I, maybe I did. I, I, my dad just up to, he was 84, 85 years old, just seemed like Superman. Just driving his little car, doing everything. But then, you know, stuff hit his body and stuff like that, right? But I remember laying my hands on him. I just turned my head and looked the other way. And just begin to pray the word of the Lord. Because if I looked at him, I would have started crying and stuff. You see, I said, but I just turned my face. I remember the scripture. I turned my face to the wall. See, and just started, just started praying. So we're going to fight this, Lord. Because I know this death ain't come from you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hallelujah. As Pastor said, to be back home again. I already feel like jumping off the stage, Pastor, so you got to... That's the first thing I thought about, just go walk, walk on down there, you know what I mean? But, wow, praise God. It is awesome again to be in the house of God, to be in this place. I was thinking, just trying to add up the days and the times, about 13, it's about 13 years ago, I would guess, when uh, I was here and pastor, launched, launched us into uh, the pastoral office around right in 2009. It's supposed to be, what, about 13 years ago. About 13 years ago. And I actually knew him a little bit uh, before that, I guess I always tell that everywhere I go, I always tell the story when I first met people, when I first, first met Pastor, um, still having ministry in the old building down there. And I remember we walked the land up here where they were getting ready to build the new sanctuary. I remember we was walking, he was telling me about, uh, telling me about, you know, like the vision of the Lord. You know how men of God do, we share the vision of the Lord that he has for our lives, right? He was sharing the vision. And uh, as he was sharing his vision, he stopped and he took my hand. He began to prophesy and he began to tell me about the things about my life. He began to tell me about the things of my life, things, some past things, some present things, and then future things, uh, how God was going to work and use in my life. And I just remember that I was doing um, outreach ministry and stuff. I was on the radio doing stuff, going to gyms and renting out stuff, rooms, and little, little stuff like that. I remember the Lord told me uh, in 2009 to shut everything down. Amen. To shut everything down. I had a little Bible study, a little home Bible study I had, a little group of people <laughs> following us. And I uh, said, shut it down and, and go sit up under Pastor Mark. So we did that for that entire year, for that entire year, sat there. And it's it just, just amazing, the, <clears throat> I guess, the transformation that can take place, uh, the impartation that takes place when you sit up under, when you learn how to come up under. You know what I mean? And, and I know through those years, there's been some, good God, some trials, there's been some ups and some downs, there's been some fumbles, and good God, some good days. As the old song would say, good God, some good days and some bad days, some sleep, all of that kind of stuff in there. But all of that stuff is for our making. Yes. You know what I mean? That's something I come to learn, that all of those things, good God Almighty, are for our making. And as the old church would say, that what doesn't, what doesn't kill you, good God Almighty, it'll build you. You know what I mean? And good God Almighty, what's what for you breaking? God uses it to make you. And he is a restoring God. 
You see, he is a restoring God that, that lifts up. You know what I mean? And, and his vision and the way God sees us and the way he thinks about us is so differently the way other people think about us. You know, I, I was watching Pastor Shroud and I was just, oh my God, I was just like, I got to see that father. You know what I mean? And, and, I, and I wanted to say I, I counted an honor uh, to call him a father in the Lord. Yeah. yeah, it took me a while, Pastor, to kind of get used to that because we're close to the same age. I was just like, no. I, I wrestled with this. I'm like, Lord, now how, how is this? How is this going to be? But then the Lord began to show me like the weight of the man of God in the spirit. Yes. See, and that's one thing that has a lot of Christian Christians and believers caught up. You, you, you're still stuck in the physical. You're still stuck in the natural. You're still knowing men and women, of God, men and women of God after the flesh instead of after the spirit. And you're sitting in a house with all kind of glory and you're missing it every Sunday because you're still looking at the man of God like he's just your little brother from around the corner. You, you, you receive from what you give honor to. No, no, you need to get that. You receive from who you give honor to. You can have, good God, you ever, you ever seen, there's some of the dumbest librarians. Think about this. Some of the dumbest like, what do you mean by that? Sitting in a room full of books, but never learn anything. You see what I'm saying? See, you ought to change that today. Yeah, you ought to change. You ought to say today, I'm going up. I'm going to grow. Good God Almighty, I'm going to grow. I'm going I'm to come up. I'm not going to be stuck the rest of my days. You, yeah, you ought to start opening your mouth and start saying that. I said, when, see, that's another thing you need to learn. When the prophet or the man or woman of God, learn to take the word of God right out of their mouth as they're speaking. You ain't got to wait, try to remember. Soon as while I'm talking, you start talking. I'm growing. See, you all right there, it ought to have been an echo. It ought to have been an echo right there. I'm growing. I'm coming up. Yeah, you got to take the word of God. This ain't nothing to play with. Yeah, 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 you done buried too many people to be playing church. Good God Almighty, I'm not going to be in that number no time soon. See, you should have said that right there too, and I'm not going to be in that number no time soon. You should have said that. See, that's one of my slogans, I ain't dying no time soon. See, don't be scared to say that. I ain't dying no time soon. That's what the praise team song, he satisfies me with long life. Yeah, 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 it ain't dying no time soon. I got something to say about that. I got a lot to say about that. I got a lot to say about that. Matter of fact, God is waiting to see what I'm going to say about that. Matter of fact, he asked the question, will you live or will you die? He's asking me the question. He always asks earth the question. Good God Almighty. Yeah, don't let the devil make you be silent. Yeah, don't, don't let the enemy make you be silent. I don't care if they're in the emergency room or in intensive care. Don't let the devil back you down and make you be silent. The uglier it is, the more you ought to look at it. Look the devil right in his face and let him know, I ain't going nowhere. I'll be here after you blow over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let him know that. Yeah, yeah. And see, and see, and see when you done have some people that done died a couple of times tell you that, it has a little bit more weight to it. Yeah, yeah, when you, had, when, they had, when you got some people that done died a few times and have been buried in the ground a few times, you see what I'm saying? And they've been resurrected a few times, it has a little bit more weight. I'm saying the same thing I was saying 10, 20 years ago, but it got a little more weight on it now. You know what I mean? Because, you know, sometimes the Lord will drop you off at a desert, and the only way you can get back home, you got to work your way back home. You got to figure this out. You ever, what, what was that, the, the, the little maze or the Rubik's Cube? Just drop you off in the middle, and you got to figure it out. See, that's the way the Lord God grows you. It ain't so much through your seminary training, but he'll drop you off in a desolate place. He'll drop you off in a broken place. He'll give you a situation, good God Almighty. He'll give you a problem and a good God Almighty and allow you to allow him to give you a solution. 
That's growth in the kingdom of God. It ain't real pretty. It ain't real cute. Sometimes it can be bloody. Sometimes it can be painful. But good God Almighty, it'll grow you up, good God Almighty, so you will stand. And after doing all the stand, you'll be able to stand. Ain't nothing left in your bones but to stand. Oh, yeah, that's the kind of God I'm talking about. That's anybody that survived these last two years, you ought to say he's talking about me. You done been through some stuff that ain't nobody before you been through and you still here. You ought to say he's talking about me. Ain't nothing left in me but to stand. You done did everything to me except I got to stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to do nothing but stand. Don't know how to do nothing else but stand. You see, you see, don't know how to do nothing else but stand. I remember one time my dad was in the hospital. He, you know, he was, I think I told this, I tell it all the time, elderly man. And I remember going in there to pray for my father. And I was, I was, I was talking to the Lord. I said, Lord, I said, now I know my dad getting older and everything like this. I said, but I, right now, I don't know how to do them prayers or releasing. I learned how to do it later on. We did do it later on in my life, but at that time I said, Lord, I don't know how to do the prayer. No, just, just let them go on peacefully. All I know in this stage of my life is the fight. This is the fight. You know what I mean? So I remember laying my hands on that on my father in the hospital up there in Bremer Hospital there. He was all tired with wires and looking all ugly and everything. Just, just uh, you know, when your loved one is sick and going through, that's an ugly sight. And my father, as I always say, was my best friend in the world. And, and to see him like that, a power... All of my life, growing up, saw my dad. You know, when, you, when you're young, you never think your parents will pass away. I, maybe I did. I, I, my dad, just up to, he was 84, 85 years old, just seemed like Superman. Just driving his little car, doing everything. But then, you know, he, stuff hit his body and stuff like that, right? But I remember laying my hands on him. I just turned my head and looked the other way and just began to pray the word of the Lord. Because if I looked at him, I would have started crying and stuff. You see, I said, but I just turned my face. I remember the scripture. I turned my face to the wall. See, and just started, just started praying. So we're going to fight this, Lord, because I know this death didn't come from you. I know you didn't come to kill, steal, and destroy. That's that other fella's job. See, that's that other guy's job to come kill, steal, and destroy, you see? So we're going to fight the fight of faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, God. So it ought to be some fight down in here today. Good God Almighty. For the next generation that's coming up, too. Impart that into the next generation of saints that's coming up, of fighting you. Yeah, you're not this passive, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Give me a little pacifier kind of baby curse. No, no, a fight within you. You want to pass that on. It, it ought to be a generational faith that passes on. I, I think of Timothy, good God Almighty, when, talk, when, when Paul talked about Timothy, he told Timothy, what's in you didn't come from you. <laughs> I'm preaching already, Pastor. It'll be all right. It's all right, Paul. I'm preaching already. He told Timothy, what's in you didn't come from you. He said, when I look at you, I see your mother and I see your grandmother. Anybody got anybody behind you that laid some foundation? See, you may not have that in your natural blood family, but thank God for a man of God that can become your, your lineage. See, see, you, your mama might have been a, I ain't going to say that word we on TV, right? Your, your daddy might have been a drunk. I'll leave mama out of it. She might have been a little waver, really. Move about a little fast there. You know, see what I'm saying? But see, you can point back at Pastor Mark and say, that's my man of God right there. That's my DNA right there. I'm talking to you, church. So you got to get that in your spirit. That's my father in the Lord. You see what I'm saying? Good God Almighty. Yeah, yeah. And what they say, the apple don't fall far from the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, you might be shaking a little bit right now. You might be unstable a little bit right now, but look to your man of God. 
That's why Paul said, you follow me as I follow Christ. I'm your example of how to get through hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just showing you. Yeah. See, you miss it. A lot of times we wait for, for, for Earl Schumbach or somebody to come through here. Yeah, yeah, but every Sunday morning you got a vision and a picture of st- years and years of stableness and fighting wars and coming out on top. You don't know what the men and women of God go through in private to be able to stand in this place in public. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ah, glory to God. God is good. How do I guess I do this before I start? I'm already preaching. You know how I do. I preach in whatever, some kind of way. Well, I, I want to share this before I get too caught up this morning. Good God, that spirit of prophecy is definitely in this house. Good God Almighty. And it's so good when you go into a house where, where there's glory already, you can just walk on in there and just make it just easy. You ain't got to break down. <laughs> you ain't got to break down no religious spirits. You ain't got to try to kill the Goliath. You know, some place they have demons hide in the corner. You got to Oh, my God, you got to bring a machete, just chop up everything. But thank God. See, I'm, I'm saying this to help you to understand, to honor the men and women of God that labor before you. Yeah, you, you, you remember the story that, that as, long as, Mo, as long as Moses' hands was lifted up, the people were winning? That's still true. That is still true. Good God Almighty. Let me, let me be good. How I'm excited. Glory to God. Let me calm down. I, I want to share, I do have a couple books that, that we've been blessed by the Lord God to, to release, to author. Uh, one of these books is um, There's a Miracle in Your Mouth. <clears throat> I think this book right here will bless you. Uh, de- deals with, uh, with the kingdom of God. Uh, deals with faith, but definitely deals with the power of our tongue. Deals with the power of our tongue. Good God Almighty puts much, much emphasis on our speaking the word of God on a regular basis. And as, as, as the sisters was praising God and worshiping God, and, and just wanted to, I know it probably already is, but that, that should be daily. You, you know, I, I know that's, that's kind of old news, but church Sunday morning should be like an every morning. That's, that's daily. That's where your power's at. That's where your, that's where your power's at right there. If you, if you make just what, what they do, you might not know how to do everything, but just copy. Copy and paste. Is that a good slogan? Copy and paste what you see done in the house on Sunday, take it home Monday morning. Sunday night, just do it. You might not even know all the ends. I'm just, I'm just going to sing what Sister Leslie song. I'm going to sing that same song. Might be in the wrong key, but just sing it. <laughs> sing that song. I'm going I'm to say, yeah, I'm going I'm to do it. Just, Lord, I'm giving it to you. Amen. Giving it to you. And you watch and see the shift that begins to happen to you. See, it's, it's, it's that daily, daily activities that, that gives you the advantage. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's not just showing up on Sunday. That's the religious world. Just show up and, you know, think I paid my penance under God. You see what I'm saying? But what you do daily, your power place is in your daily place. My daily, give me the day, my daily bread. Eat from here daily. Do this daily. Come on, you see what I'm saying? Daily bread, glory to God. So the first book is There's a Miracle, Good God Almighty, it's glory in here. There's a, there's a Miracle in Your Mouth, glory to God. And the second one right here, I, I definitely encourage any, those that are in ministry, that, that feel like you're called to be in ministry, this book right here, we, uh, as, as with this one also, I give some testimonies, some miracles and things that have happened in my life that the Lord used me to, to, to work through. Uh, but this book here, Process Before Progress, Process Before Progress, if you're in ministry or thinking about going to the ministry, I think this book right here will bless you. Kind of um, gives you a heads up. 
Not just throwing you out there to the wolves. You know what I mean? A lot of times you get, that's why it's good to have a man or woman of God in your life. Now, I kind of feel sorry for the brand new, uh, 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 I don't know what you call it, group of ministers sometimes that, that say they don't need nobody. You know what I mean? They can't nobody tell them nothing. Can't nobody be over them. So that means everything you're going to do, you're going to figure it out by yourself. Do you know how much extra time you're going to spend in the woods? And, you know what I mean? In the back room. You know what I mean? Years. You're going you're gonna to waste time digging holes you didn't have to dig. See what I'm saying? Just think about how much Elijah would have had to work. Well, Elisha would have had to work if he didn't have Elijah. You see what I'm saying? So, hallelujah. So, this book will kind of help you a little bit about that. That there's some things that have to happen. Oh, glory. There's some things that have to happen before. Yeah. Before we're we're ever released uh, into the next place. You see? That's, that's for every, no matter what, no matter what you're in. That can be business, it can be relationships. There's some things that have to happen before. There's some things that only come after. And I can sense in the room that, that many of uh, you're fighting your, 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 your season of grooming. See? You're, you're, you're stubborn to that season of grooming. Almost as if I, as my dad would lay his hands on us uh, every morning before he passed away. He used to pray for me and my brother every morning, uh, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, he lay hands on us. And sometimes we wrestle with that. I sit some try to wrestle against that move. Don't do it. Come under the Father's shelter. Accept that. I don't know who that's for, but, but accept that. Don't wrestle with that anymore. It's for your good. I'm going to give you some word, I, I promise. But, 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 but it's for your good. Come under the Father's shelter. Come, come, and that, what I mean by that is the man of God. If you have your Bible, let's go to, uh, glory to God. Let's try Romans. Let's see if that'll work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My side Hallelujah. Let's try, let's try Romans 9. Let's try that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Y'all okay? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans chapter 9, hallelujah. Romans 9. Let's start at verse 10. Hallelujah. I think the hardest thing about preaching and teaching is just, for me, just to just hold yourself in, you know, don't go to fifth gear too fast. When you know the end of the story, you want to jump to the end of the story. You know what I mean? Yes, you know what I mean? But no, let's, let's walk through it a little bit. Romans 9, let's start at verse 10. It says that not only that, but this too, Rebecca conceived two sons under exactly the same circumstances by our father, forefather Isaac, and the children were yet unborn and had so far done nothing either good or evil. So uh, even so, in order further to carry out God's own, God's purpose of selection. Somebody say God's purpose of selection. God's purpose of selection, Right? which depends not on works or what men can do, but on him who calls them. Verse 12, it says, It was said to her that the elder son should serve the younger. Uh, and, and verse 13, as it is written, as we go further, as it is written, Jacob, had, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Um, verse 14, what shall we conclude then? Is there injustice with God? Uh, certainly not. Verse 15, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy 
on whom I will have mercy, I will have compassion, on whom I will have compassion. Do you see? Well, we want to draw, our, uh, I believe our title today is from a verse is that, um, glory to God. How, uh, verse, verse 11, and the children were yet unborn and had so far done nothing either good or evil. Even so, in order further to carry out God's purpose of selection. God's purpose of selection, which depends not on works of what men can do, but on him who calls them. Today we want to kind of talk about, give you a title, uh, The Divine Selection of God. The Divine Selection of God. Uh, the way God chooses, who he chooses, and what he chooses. Glory to God. Go to, well, Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. Jeremiah 1 and 5. These are familiar stuff. Hopefully this morning, this will be, probably be a lot of confirmation, and then we'll probably uh, touch some new areas too, but definitely a lot of confirmation for this house. Glory to God. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, Before I formed you, yeah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, I approved you, as my chosen instruments before you were born, I separated. Do you see that taking place before you were born? That God has already set up some stuff before you were born. And it's amazing how the enemy tries to make us work overtime and double time to try to be acceptable to God. But God has really worked out some things before you and I were born. He, like a good father, he has some stuff set up. You know, a good parent, you know what I mean, they just don't have just, just having young'uns to be having young'uns. You know, they have a plan for that child. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? They set up some stuff, a future, I, I want this child. And even if you have one young, you start making plans for them before they ever, before they ever grow up. You know, you, you know you, if, if you learn how to be, behave yourself, I try to tell my, uh, my middle son, I try to tell him, son, good God Almighty, you're making it hard on yourself. You know what I mean? You, you, you're making it hard on yourself. Your mom, your dad got stuff already set up for you. You just got, just follow the, walk the line, son. You'll walk right, you listen to me, church, you'll walk right on into it. You know what I mean? But you know what the generation is now. I got to find my own way. Well, it ain't got to be the, the, the hard way. You see what I'm saying? We got some stuff. See, we labor, see, we labor so you wouldn't have to labor so much. We, we, we tossed and turned and dealt with some devils and demons so, so, so you wouldn't have to fight that. You see what I'm saying? So you can break through with a little bit of ease in your life. Yeah, glory to God. But there's some things that God has set up before you even got here. Some things that you really can't mess up. Yeah, yeah, there's some things in your bloodline, in your family, in your DNA that you really can't mess up. You might mess it up for yourself personally, but God is so eternal in what he does, he'll pass it right on down to your child. He'll bring it on down to your grandchild. So it's something about family, families, families, family, generational places and families that he has set apart. Something you didn't have nothing to do with. It ain't because you're so sanctified, because you speak in so many tongues, but he did something. Some of this stuff is because your dad prayed. Some of us are still walking here alive because your daddy prayed, your mama prayed. It ain't because you've been so good. I, I, so I, I, now I'm old enough to look back and say, I can see my daddy praying some of them prayers. I thank you, Lord, for answering them. Waking my mom up in the middle of the night with me and brother going to the club. Yeah, yeah, thanks for praying us through. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else say, I'm riding on somebody's prayers. Thank God for intercession. For interceding, good God Almighty. So there are some things that God has set up before you ever got here. Divine selection, a place, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purpose already set up for you. Mm. Somebody else said, I'm going to show up for that. I'm going to show up for that. Yeah, that's what the devil was trying to do is keep you from showing up from that. That's what all, that's what all the, the rip of more and all of the, the stuff trying to come against your Bobby Jimmy trying to come back in your life. Ain't called you in 15 years. Here he comes showing up with his old broke leg. It ain't bow leg. He broke leg. Bobby Jimmy broke leg. He ain't bow leg. He used to be bow leg when he was 20. Now he fought at seven and he broke leg. He broke leg. He done, now he's showing back up. Yeah, it's a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, ain't nothing happened by accident. Ain't nothing just like the angels are sent, devils and demons are sent. Anybody, anybody here that, that, that do stuff in your life, you find out, good God Almighty, here comes something like somebody, something is tracking me. Anybody ever said this scene like every time what the Bible teaches, Paul said that when I would do good, evil is present. See, like every time I get ready to lose weight, good God, somebody offer me a free, a free. Yeah. Every time, every time we go on a fast, somewhere there's a free, the, the job, you know, this is going to be employee appreciation day, barbecue sandwich for everybody. I'm like, now look at the devil. Ain't that the devil? Good God Almighty. But it seems like something is tracking. Something is tracking us. Glory to God. But in Jeremiah 1 and 5, it says, before I knew you, I formed you. Good God Almighty, I chose you as my instrument. Uh, I separated you. Matthew 22 and 14 says, for many are called, but few are chosen. We're talking to some chosen people today. And that chosen group of people, you say, well, how can you distinguish it from those, those that are called and those that are chosen? Well, there, there are probably different answers for that. But the way I've come to find for those that are chosen, the ones that are chosen, you just can't leave it alone. You got every reason to stop. You got every, you got every reason to quit. You know what I mean? God, if you look at the circumstances, if you look at the finances, whatever, you got every reason to quit. But it's something about that thing that God has called you to do. It's like, this is what I'm here for. The cho- it, it, it doesn't matter if, if I'm, no matter what stage or state I'm in, I'm going to be doing this. You know, I mean, when I was a young guy, got in trouble. You know what I mean? My 19 or 20 years old, went to, uh, went to the boot camp. I was preaching in the boot camp. It don't matter where I'm at. You know what I mean? Just wherever, yeah, it does, that thing in you, you're going to be doing that. Married, divorced, single, I'm going to be doing it. Then at the hospital, you'll be doing it. In the park, you'll be doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For many are called, but few are chosen. You can't let it go. Some of you, and I'm talking to you today, you have a can't let it go in you. You have a can't let it, and, and you're chosen by God. See, see, there's some people that God, maybe we're all, but I know for the apostles and the prophets that God has a conversation with us before we come into this earth. I, I know that they just said it right there in Jeremiah. You see, see, there's life before. I'm going to go, that's too far. I can't explain all that stuff. But there is life before this life. You know, sometimes you say, I was here before. I don't know who was here before, but I was there before. I was there before. And I believe there's some stuff that the chosen agreed to up there. Yeah, kind of like where we get deja vu from, you know what I mean? But the Holy Ghost just bringing it back to, you, see, let me go there. something me and uh, my good friend Dr. Damien talk about, you know what I mean? That's, that's really what the Holy Ghost, when it says that the Holy Spirit will bring all things back to your remembrance, right? But see, the question of it is, is, is what remembrance is he talking about? Yeah, what remembrance is he talking about? See, you think about, well, I was studying the word of God the last 15, the three months or 15 years or whatever. No, but I think it's a little deeper than that. He'll bring all things back to your remembrance that he has said to you before the foundation of the world. That's that chosen. 
that's their chosen. I, I'm, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing this. Glory to God. Remember somebody ran up on somebody and said, you still preaching? I don't know what else you thought I was going to be doing. Right. I, I can't dance. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. And, and, and John 6 and 4, I'm just, just prophesying. I hope you can receive this as prophecy. And that's one thing you learn with, with prophets. And you, you have to, I guess people teach you these things. Everything about prophets and uh, prophetic people, everything it, it can be prophecy. I'm, I'm not telling you that we just 24-7, just God, you know, because we, we don't know everything. Good, good, good matter. The prophet, Alyssa showed us that, you know what I mean? That we don't just know everything. But, but when, you, when you understand who you're connected with, just simple conversations can be very prophetic. I've come to find it in my own life, most of the time when I say it ain't God, that's when it's God. If I ever have a conversation with you and I'll be like, I, I, well, I, don't, I ain't saying it's the Lord. That's part of the Lord right now. <laughs> it just never failed. It, you know, and I just come to learn over years. See, and that's another thing with your gifting. You begin to learn it over years. And I, I'm going to encourage you while you're here. You, none of us start out perfect or top 10. Good God Almighty. We all had to grow. Good God Almighty. Elder Wack can tell you some stories about me. Good God of years ago, that little chubby boy in that little black coat running around there sweating like a pig, yelling and hollering and running all through the floor. And oh, You know what I mean? We, we grow up. See, I, just the longest I've been still in, in all my life. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm supposed to have been all the way back to the back back there somewhere. You see? Glory to God. But we, but we grow and we develop. You know what I mean? Glory to God. But, but John 6 and 40, but no, no, back to that. Uh, so notice we're, we're prophetic. Even, even our conversations can be prophetic. So don't just, don't just wait for, let me call you out the audience. You know what I mean? Let me point you out. The whole entire thing is prophetic. It's amazing to me, Pastor, how you can preach a word. Oh, my God. Preach a word. I mean, just hit everything. And then soon as church over, here come four people. Can I talk to you, Pastor? Can I talk to you, Pastor? I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You talking? And everything, I'm, I'm in my mind, I, I haven't said it yet, but I guess I'm going to get bold enough to say it the next time. I'm like, did you not listen to anything we preach? <laughs> All of the answers was in, the, just everything. We trying to go, we need to eat. <laughs> People don't think the man of God, <sighs> that he run on robot, robot batteries, don't he? Just like, you trying to get home, he don't never want to get home? Oh, that's, that's wrong stuff there. <laughs> he ain't got nothing else to do but just, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, John Seacom, so I just set out to say to let you know, as we're speaking, we're prophesying over this house. Okay, we're prophesying these words. Everything we're saying is prophesying. John 6 and 40, uh, it says, uh, I'm, I'm just grabbing that tail. I will call it the B clause in John 6 and 40. And it says, I will raise him up at the last day. Now, when I, when that, I said, Lord, now that, that right there, if I was trying to be uh, theologically correct, that don't, that don't work right there. He said, but you, you better put it in there. And what he was saying, what he was giving me to understand, that we understand as the body of Christ that we are living in uh, some segment of the last day. And you say, you don't have to be very deep if you read the Bible a little bit. The Bible actually lets us know on the day of Pentecost that the last days began. You remember what I'm saying? That Joel 2 and 25 began to be taking place right then and there. You see, so that's been over 2,000 years, we would say, ago. So we're in, we've been in the end day, in the end times, right? So in the last day, he says, I'll raise him up. Now, we know he was talking about a physical resurrection. In the last day, I'll raise him up. But I come to I want to breathe that on you today, that, that in this day, he's raising up. He's raising up some people that have been buried. 
buried and bruised and, and put on the back shelf. You see what I'm saying? And overlooked. He's raising you up. And how is he going to do that? By the breath of the Holy Spirit. He's going, matter of fact, as we're speaking and teaching and, and laboring today, he's breathing. Even now, if you, if you could just, re- if, just lift your hands to the Lord for a moment. You get, get yourself in a posture to receive. Just you receive. Yeah, I didn't wear nothing new today. Just, 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 just yeah, God. Yeah, 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 God. That's who, yes, God. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's raising us up for this last day. Coming out of the sick bed, you're going to be a testimony. You're supposed to die, but you live. He's raising you up. Broken families, broken homes, get distraught of mind, all this mental illness. I'm raising you up for such a time as this, saith the Lord. Even kind of like a like a, 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 a Lazarus. You see what I'm saying? Kind of like a Lazarus, you know what I mean? So that I might get glory. So that I might be glory. Do you know that some of our stories are kind of like that? See, just so that he might get glory. So, see, I, 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 look, I think about Hannah, you know what I mean? Because sometimes we, we, we're, our lives and our story is kind of like Hannah. You know, Hannah uh, had, a, had a dream. Well, not a dream, but she, she desired to be pretty. Y'all know y'all Bible readers, right? Hannah, she, 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 she was married to this man named Elkanah, and he had a wife named Panina. He had two wives. So I don't feel bad. He had two. That was in the Bible. He had two, good God Almighty, and, and, and one was named Panina. And Panina was, was, was like, she was, she was having babies. She was, she was fruitful. But, but Hannah couldn't have any children, you see? And, and, and Panina was, 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 was uh, picking at Hannah. That's in that's Bible. That's in 1 Samuel chapter 1 there, right? So, so Panina is picking at Hannah, irritating Hannah, because Hannah couldn't conceive. She couldn't produce anything, right? But see, and I would I just want to throw that in there real quick. Sometimes your lack of production has nothing to do with you. Sometimes your lack of production is because there's a set time of God for you to do what you're going to do. And you're watching everybody else producing around you, and you do, yeah, I did everything they did. I took the same class. I read the same book. We all come on now. We, I went there with them. I went to the conference with them. But you're watching people surpass you and see, seeing people grow and expand and go up. But for some people, I would talk to the chosen. There's a set time that God will lock up your womb like he did for Hannah. And no matter how hard you grind, no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you try, you can't produce. But there's a set time of release. For the chosen. A set time. Am I talking to anybody? Anybody feel that down in your spirit? A set time of release when I'm about to get better. All of the classes I took, all of the mentoring that I had, all of the time mama and grandma done prayed for me. Mama finna take this stuff off. I'm gonna get good God, I'm gonna get me some new clothes. I'm gonna throw the skateboard in the trash. I'm about to be a man. It just comes together. There are some times when things just divinely begin to come together. I said in my book, some things only come after. After. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Hannah was sitting there wondering, and, and God won't always let you in. See, that's one of the things of, of when God begins to grow you and progress you, you'll feel like Jesus was on the cross. You, you have seasons in your life, man of God. You know, you have seasons like, God, why have you forsaken me? 
because I'm doing everything you told me to do. I'm praying in tongues. I'm confessing the word. I'm sowing a good offering, but ain't nothing working. It could be sometimes you're on a time schedule. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you're on a time schedule, and you just have to learn how to wait it out. Just wait it out and keep praising. They that wait upon the Lord shall mount out like wings like an eagle. But they that wait, they that worship in pride. It don't mean you're not doing anything, but while I'm waiting, I'm going to worship. And I learned how to war and worship while I'm waiting. That could be why he has you part. He needs you to learn how to worship and war. Worship and war. Yeah, yeah. See, there's some part in your Christian life where you have to move from just worship. But I had to teach me that. I was one of the biggest crybabies that was. I was always just falling out crying. You know what I mean? Under the anointing. Oh, my God. Every time somebody prayed for me, I'm just, oh, gee, I'm just falling out. Oh, boy, you got to stand up sometime. Now. The devil ain't backing off because you do all that crying. He's going to drag another one away. He'll drag another house away. He'll drag another loved one. He'll keep dragging away. You better learn how to fight. And, and I'm sitting there like, God, you ain't going to do nothing. I done did it. Now what you going to do? See, that's how life really is. You got to get that now. That, that's how it really is. You got to get your, now I'm going to say this. Now, good God, now we're going to some other pages, Pastor. This, I'm going to give my disclaimer. This is Prophet Simeon saying this, not Pastor Bar. This is right there. But there are, some, there, there, there are many times if you look at it in your life, <clears throat> just the truth of it is that, that it'll seem like God is sitting there watching you die. Yeah. Just, just like God, like letting things happen. Letting stuff happen. I know I prayed for grandmama. I, you know what I mean? And, and, and we say stuff like that. Well, if it was God's will, you see? Don't anybody? Okay, you'll get quiet. It'll be all right. We say stuff like that. You know, if it, if it was God's will, if it's God's will, he'll just do it. See what I'm saying? But see, the Bible don't even talk like that. The Bible don't even talk. Religious people tell you like that. The devil has seduced religious people, got you sitting there with your mouth closed up. See what I'm saying? And your identity still lost. You see what I'm saying? And long as your identity stays lost, you're going to keep on losing. See what I'm saying? Because I, I, I have the ability to stop the storm. See, me and my wife, we live out on a little island down there in South Carolina. Oh, God, that's some different living. That's some different, that's some different living. I ain't never seen so many water and bridges. So I'm a country boy down here in the woods. That's different right there. Good God Almighty. But you know, you know, storms and stuff want to come by the ocean and stuff like that. Just laugh at it. I mean, it's now it's like a laugh, Pastor. Sometimes I be laying in the bed and the wind gets whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I don't even watch the news. I just watch that devil. Like that devil, now you know now. Come on now. What? You still trying this foolishness? In the name, sometimes I just do my pinky, Pastor. In the name, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Peace be still. Peace be still. See, that's how much authority you got. It ain't how loud and just, see, see, I was thinking about this. See, see, there's two places of the word. There, well, maybe more, but I know at least two. One place of the word is where, where you're always in a place of you're hoping. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he answers me. You worship from a place of that. Um, oh, oh, God, you know, people, not many people do that. They, they come to church and, and they're hoping, oh, I hope I get healed. Oh, I hope the Lord does. I, well, I really hope he does it for me. Well, I hope he heals grandmama. I hope so. I, you know, that sounds, people, can't, that's religious. It sounds cute. You know, it sounds like groveling to me. Sound, you know what I mean? That's what it says. It sounds like you're just, oh, my God, it's pitiful to me. But then there's another side of faith where, where you have a confidence where you know some stuff. 
You see, there's another side of faith where you have a confidence and you begin to praise and you begin to pray from that place. See, that's the authoritative place right there where, where God invades the earth. And see, and his will begins to be transformed through you. See, instead of the other place where you're sitting here, well, I hope they get up. I said you're getting up. Ain't it? I mean, what, what you going to do? Well, follow them to the grave. Yeah, it don't matter. I'm going to fight with this until you under the dirt and I can't do nothing else. And then I ask questions later. But I'm not surrendering. See, that's a mentality you got. I'm not surrendering this unless the Lord, the Holy Ghost, give you a word. Don't let no doctor, no apostle, no mama, no daddy tell you nothing to leave. If that's your, see, if it was their child up there, they would fight harder. I don't need to hear none of that. We all got to go this way. I ain't, it ain't my time to go this way. Mm -hmm. And the one that went this way, there was a devil got up in there. You, I, oh, God, I just get in trouble. It'll be all right. You, you, you know, we, 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 in the country, we've said, I've heard stuff all my life. People used to say stuff, oh, my God, you know, God need them more than you do. Why? Why is that? Why is that? See, and I, and I have to look back, and I look back, and, and one thing we have to do is, I'm gonna, let me hurry along. As we look back in our life, once we say, examine yourself, see if you're still being in faith. I, have, I look back over my life and I see mistakes that I've made and I have to look at myself and say, my God, look at, I was the main culprit there. You see what I'm saying? Stop just blaming the devil for everything and blaming everybody else. I, you know, I, I could have did something about that right here. See, and, and I'm not talking about getting the condemnation, but I'm going to take it into my next season. You see? See, I might have lost my momo, you know what I mean, in that last season, but I can help you keep yours. Yeah, yeah. I might have lost my marriage in that last season, but I can help you. I did it before. Because I, I, I was talking to a brother. He didn't know I was telling him everything when I did wrong, Pastor. I was feeding it to him. I was just like, I said, uh-uh, brother, don't do that. Mm-mm, do not do that right there. Nuh-uh, go home. Go home right now. Yeah, pray. Just close your mouth. Don't talk for three days. Just go on back in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But brother, it's so hard. Yeah, it'll work, though. It'll work. It'll work. Oh, let me hurry. Let me hurry. hurry. So John 6 and 40, good God Almighty. John 6 and 40 says, I will raise him up at the last day. Raise him up. Stand him up. That word raise me to resurrection. Announce uh, today a time of elevation. I want to declare that over the house today, that this is a time of elevation. And whatever seat you're sitting in, if you're connected to this man of God, if you're connected to this house, it's a time of elevation. What are we saying? Get ready to go up. Get ready to go up. Let me say this. Get ready to go up. It's a time of elevation. What does that word elevate? When he talks about elevate, what does it mean? It means to raise. It means to lift up to a higher position. Lift up to a higher position. Elevate means to raise to a more or impressive level. A more impressive. God got something better for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David didn't just stay out in the pastor worship. He got to the palace after a while. After a while, he finally made it to the palace. Come on now. Yeah, somebody else said, there's a palace waiting for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Section 8 ain't just going to be there forever now. That cheese only lasts for so long. What's that stuff, baby? We be, that wick, that, that's so long. So long. After the baby gets full, we don't need it no more. Ain't that how it go? We don't need it no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something better for me. You got to put that in your mind. Yeah, yeah. What did the Bible say about Jesus? For the hope that was set before him, he endured the cross. You got to have a hope of something better, of glory. 
of glory. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not just talking about in the good by and by. Not yet when we get to heaven, ain't going to be no devil there, but you got stuff inside of you right now that can whoop a devil. You see, 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 we didn't know that as the young church for some reason. You know, you better not be, be careful about them demons now. They'll get on you. Good God Almighty, so you whispering your prayers. You, you barely, you know, you don't want nobody to know you. You finna step out and go, the devil, the very one I want to know. Let him know. Wait, devil, where you at? I'm coming up. You say, why you talk like that? Because you got to fight anyway. See, I thought I could get away without fight. But so since I got to fight anyway, I'm going to throw the first punch. I'm going to throw the first punch. And where's that first punch? In my prayer place. In my private place. I'm going to hit Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my private. It ain't at church. It's in my private place. I'm going to hit him first. I call a three-day fast. Pastor, I ain't going to wait for pastor to call a fast. Me and the house going to go on a fast. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. One day my wife like, baby, when we go eat, girl, good God Almighty, we got to break through. We got to break through. We got to break through because God showed me we're going somewhere. Have you ever showed you something? He said you're going somewhere. Going somewhere. You got to break through. Break through. There's a devil at every door. You see? You see? Oh, God, that's more teaching. I don't want to get it. Let me. So, he, so he's elevating you, right? Raising you to a more important and impressive level, especially the headship of the house. Especially the headship of the house. He, he's raising the headship of this house. And when I say the, the leadership, and you know that anointing flows down, right? He's raising to a more important and impressive level. He's elevated. That means also to raise in rank. If we would throw it to the side real slick, apostle. Can we throw that out there? Raising in rank. We'll say it again. Apostle. He's raising that in rank. Can we say it again? Apostle. We're raising that. Can we say it again? Apostle. We're raising up in rank and in status. Apostle. We're raising that up in rank and in status. Apostle. We're raising apostolic. Apostle. We're raising up in rank for this is the, the chief cornerstone, the apostles and the prophets, and Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. This is an apostolic house. Apostolic house, a glory house. You, I, I talked about, about this in our conference. You know, the evil people, people that work witchcraft and stuff like that, they hollow themselves out for evil. They hollow themselves out for evil. You know what I mean? The more evil and devious stuff they can do, the more they go up in the witchcraft line. They get, you know what I mean? They just get more dirty and more filthy and more nasty stuff they can do. The more satanic stuff likes that. You see what I'm saying? Well, see, on the holy side, the more you hollow this place out, the more you hollow yourself out for God, good God Almighty, it's an elevation there. You see, this house, this house, this land has been hollowed out. A portal, so to speak. See, a portal, so to speak, you know? You see what I'm saying? I know these lights are here, but a portal, so to speak. I can also say almost like a beam. That, oh, God, like a bright light that shines down from heaven right in the center of here. Right in the center. A bright light that shines from heaven that shines down right here. Right in the middle, right here. Yeah, yeah, oh, good God. This is a glory station, Bishop. Apostle, this is a glory station here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's water right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we could just dive out in there. You know, I'm going to stay up here, though, but we could dive out in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's sacred there. Yeah, deliverance right there. Yeah, healing right there. I've been hollowed out. Been hollowed out. Oh, glory to God, been hollowed out. And that, that word elevate means to raise in rank and in status. It also, listen to this, it means to raise the spirits of. 
to bring you up from being down in the dumps. So there's an elevation that's taking place in positions, but also in the emotions of the believer. The, 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 the I don't know, what war-torn, uh, those that have been battered, been bruised, been, been hit by situations, been slapped around by life a little bit. There's an elevation available for you today to raise the spirits of those that you are not forgotten. I don't care who left you, you are not forgotten. I don't care what you lost, you are not forgotten. Oh, God, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't care what it looks like. God has me imprinted on his heart. I don't care if Rebecca don't know more. See, I don't care if Johnny Mac don't know more, but God has me imprinted on his heart. Good God Almighty, that's good news. Good news, because folks is fickle. Yeah, yeah, folks can be very fickle, but God, he said, I change is not. I'm not a man that I, good God, that I should lie. God, I'm the son of man that I should have to repent. I change not. I'm the same yesterday. Today, you're imprinted in my heart. Don't let the lies of life, good God, encourage you any other kind of way. Oh, let me hurry along. Good God, right, give me a second or two here. Glory to God. Matthew 14 says, you are the light of the world. I'm prophesying to you. You are the light of the world. I ought to call the church name, right? Kingdom Rock, this house, this family, you are the light of the world. For such a time as this, you are a city that is set on a hill. That's Matthew 5 and 14. That cannot be hid. That cannot be covered up. That cannot be concealed. That cannot be kept secret anymore. The word of the Lord says the best secret is out. The best secret is out. The best secret is out. It is time to grow. I'm talking to the house. It is time to grow, time to grow, time to grow, time to produce from the planet fields. Some of you brand new got here. There's been labor going on for, for a while. You know, see, that's good when you enter, when you enter into a, a, a divine inheritance and lineage, you enter into the labors of others. See, as I, I was, I, I was mentioned to my wife, I mentioned Sister Brenda one that um, that 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 it is going to be easy to flow in here because when I step in here, I'm stepping into this anointing that Pastor Marcus Smiko they've laid, hollowed out in here. Y'all, y'all know to travel to other churches. It, some places, oh Lord, come on, praise team, sing again. <laughs> Bring the dance team. We got a dancer. Come on, y'all, come on, dance. Walk out, check the temperature. Oh, one more song. One more, break it up, break it up. But it's good. You, you, just, you, you never know that when you walk in a place where, see, and I understand the labor. See, when, I, when we say give honor to men and women of God, there's so much to that. When you can just walk. See, many of you are walking, you are alive and living because of the labors of others. And you enter into that when you enter into partnership and you begin to connect with the right men and women of God. That there are things that sustain your life by what God sustains their life for. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bread that they eat, you begin to eat from that bread. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you listen, if you have an ear to, if you have an ear to hear, yeah, yeah, God will, God will try to sustain your life with what he sustains the man or the woman of God's life with. You can come up where they're at. If you have an ear to hear, yeah, have an ear to hear. My best days are yet to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't preached in a while, you ought to say, I'm getting my notebook back out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you. Y'all to start prophesying. Speak to them bones. I'm, I'm getting ready to preach again. Y'all to tell yourself today. Good God Almighty, while I was living in that car, good God, I would prophesy a whole bunch of stuff when I was living in the parking lot. 
Huh? When I was living in the parking lot, good God, I prophesied a lot of stuff. And I'm like, God, you, I'm looking at God, I'm like, what? I'm like, you know, you want to be like, Lord, don't you see me? Taking a bath in the sink? Do you, do you not see me? He said, but go on and say it. Say it. Some things have to be announced. Some things have, that's the kind of God you serve. Some things have to be an announced. You, 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 so you got to grab that church. We're trying to bring you up this morning. Some things have to be announced. God didn't call you just to sit here in this chair, but you need to be a partaker. Join with the man of God. Put the word in your mouth. When the man of God says we're going up, we're going up. When the man of God says we're going to build, we're going to build. And God will bring resources to your house. You better hear me now. Good God Almighty. Yeah, yeah, I got a little weight on that. Now I can talk from a little bit of experience now. I used to just knew it was, I knew it was theoretically correct. In theory, I knew it was correct. Now I can see a little bit of that. He'll do, won't he do it? <laughs> won't he do it? Yeah, yeah, you got a little weight on that. Yeah, yeah. So when the men, when you see your men, they want to go to examples for you to come up and to come out. So you can be a living testimony. My stuff ain't going to be the same. My house ain't good. Yeah, see, ain't nobody grabbing this. You ought to be saying it. My stuff ain't going to be the same. My house ain't going to be the same. My child ain't going to be the same. My body ain't going to be the same. Tell You ought to be saying that right now. My house ain't going to be the same. My body ain't going to be the same. My stuff ain't going to be the same. My child ain't going to be the same. Good God, all things changes now. He makes all things new. So you got to put that in your mouth. Let me hurry. Let me hurry. You got to put that in your mouth. We're talking about a prophesying church here. Talking about a prophetic house here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me hurry. Oh, we're, we're close, Pastor. We're close. We're close. Oh, glory to God. First uh, Corinthians 14 and 40 says, let all things be done decently in order. First Corinthians 14 and 40 says, let all things be done decently in order. That word order talks about an arrangement. Listen to this. An arrangement that is time, um, that is in time affixed and an appointed, ordained, set, determined order of succession. Let all things be done decently and in order. Right? Let's look at one more passage of scripture here. Go to Matthew for a moment. Let me get ready to bring this in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you're going to have to participate with your success, with your deliverance. You, you've, got, you've, got, you've got to be a partner in that. Some of you have set up under so much word, so much word, and, and, and I'm, I'm pretty much convinced that God ain't going to answer nobody else's prayers except yours. Because you've got enough word in you to do something. Yeah. You gotta, you've been taught long enough to do what your man of God does. To pray what he prays. To, to pray those prayers, right? What I tell us to go to Matthew, oh, Matthew 20. Let's go there. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Matthew 20. Hallelujah. Let's, let's, let's look around verse 1 here. Glory to God. Are we doing all right? We doing, we doing okay? Hallelujah, Matthew 20. Verse 1, it started, for the kingdom of heaven is like an owner of an estate who went out in the morning along with the dawn to hire workmen for his vineyard. After agreeing with laborers for a denarius uh, a day, he sent them into his vineyard. After going about the third hour, 9 o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you go also into the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will pay you, right? 
And they went, and he went out again about the sixth hour, noon, to the ninth hour, three o'clock, and he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found still others staying, standing around, said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? Verse 7, they answered, because nobody has hired us. Um, when evening came, the owner of the vineyard came. He called the workmen to pay their wages, beginning with the last, ending with the first. Hmm. And those who had been hired at the 11th hour came and received a denarius each. Do we understand that, that hour that we're in? That, that 11th hour there, right? So now when the first came, they supposed they would get more. <laughs> but each of them also received a denarius. And when they received it, they grumbled at the owner of the estate, saying, these men who came last work no more than an hour. My God, right there. Hmm, that's close, Jesus, right? Pretty close, right? Yeah? Well, pretty close to the, the, heavens, the heavens opening up there, right? Glory. Anybody ready for that? Let's just take a break. Anybody ready? I know we don't talk about that a lot in church now, but anybody ready for that? That at the, at the, at the moment, at the, at the twinkling of an eye, that he could appear, that a shout could come, go forth? Is, is everybody really ready for that? Yeah, there, yeah, I don't want to get stuck there, but are you really ready for that? That while we're standing and sitting, that could happen at any moment, that our Savior could appear. Yeah, think about that now, a real home going. Yeah, yeah, we're in that hour, church. Yeah, 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 yeah if, if you're not aware of that, we're definitely in that hour, in that time, in that season where the Lord of Lords could show up at any time. While they're in the fields working, while they're in the bed sleeping, want to be taken and want to be left. We're definitely in that season. We're definitely in the time. As the old church would say, this is no time to be playing church, sucking and jiving, thinking you're going to get in on because of what your mom and your grandmama did. Good God Almighty, I got to have a real relationship with him. You've got to meet grace for yourself. And the Lord gave me a little, real simple little thing. He said, nobody wants to stand before God without Jesus. Nobody wants to stand before God without Jesus. When I get up there, I ain't got to say much, Jesus. Passcode, password, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, glory to God. Yeah, but he answered one of them and said, friend, am I doing you injustice? Do you not agree with me for, for did you not agree with me for the denarius? Verse 14, he said, take what belongs to you and, uh, I, uh, take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this man higher last the same as I gave to you. Am I not permitted to do what I choose with what is mine? Divine selection. Am I not? God, and this is, you got to see God talking. Am, oh, God. Am, the, the, the owner of the house, the master of the house is talking to them. He said, am I not able to do with what I want to do with, with what belonged to me? See, now, now why would you stop right there? Because what, what God, the elevation that you're walking into, many going to say you don't deserve that because they know you. See, they, they know you. They know where you done flunked. They know what well, they think they do. They think they do. You see what I'm saying? They think they do, and they think you're not worthy of that. You see what I'm saying? They think because they did so many outer things, but they don't know your inner, your inner workings. See, because, see, 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 the Lord showed me a little secret, Pastor. You, you know, you know, we always say, uh, uh, not by my power and not by my might, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord. He showed me this is how you get into the Spirit of the Lord. This is, how, this is how it actually happens, how you, see, that sounds good, not by my power, not by my might, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord. 
This is how every born-again believer can operate in the Spirit of the Lord in every season. Is it Matthew, is it Matthew 6? Y'all help me. Matthew 6, where it talks about, oh, I have that right. Where it talks about that, that those that pray in secret, right, I reward openly, right? And those that fast in secret, you see, I reward openly. And, and those, those that give, right, in secret, I reward openly. Openly, right? And I was looking at that and looking at that. And, and what he was doing, Pastor, he was showing me what I had already done. See, it's good to be on that side of a word from the Lord, right? This time, it was like, he said, son, this is what you have been doing. See, he showed me there was a threefold cord in the spirit, fasting, prayer, and giving. See, and if you put those three together, that, that equates to the spirit of the Lord, not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. When I put my fasting and my prayer and my giving together, that enters into the Spirit of the Lord. It, it awakens, it alerts, it sets into motion the Spirit of the Lord. Now he begins to move on your behalf. You do know that we are supernatural people. See, we, we've been caught in the natural so long, good God Almighty, we just done dumbed ourselves down to the natural. No, 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 no. If you'll work what he tells you to work, it's some supernatural doings in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a threefold cord there, let me go ahead and say, that will help us in this elevation. There's a threefold cord that will help us in this time of elevation. If you fast in private, if you give in private, good God, and you pray in private, he'll reward that in the public. That causes you to enter into the spirit of the Lord, not by power, nor might, but by the spirit of the Lord. Did you get that? Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't want to say all of this, Lord. Hallelujah. Just, just throw this name out there. You take this with you. Uh, uh, talking to Mephibosheth. Get ready to get, come out of Lodo Bar. Yeah, I don't know how long I've been up here, so I'm going to try to just guess. Just throw that out there. Mephibosheth, can we talk to you? He's calling you out of Lodo Bar. Anybody remember Mephibosheth, uh, uh, Jonathan's son? And when David became king, he went looking for somebody that he might show favor to. He says, is there anyone left of the house of Jonathan that I might show favor to? And that was Mephibosheth with his lame self. With his lame self, broken, you know, broken. He, he, he couldn't walk, you know what I mean? He was lame. And, and, Fibosheth, and when David went to talk to Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth called himself an old dirty dog. Anybody remember in the Bible, he talked about himself, I'm talking to you, he talked about himself like an old dirty dog, you see what I'm saying, because he was lame. And I, and I can get this to you real quick, and, and see, and a lot of times, your, your lameness that you're going through, if we, if we would tell the whole story, it's not all your fault. Just, just kind of get some of that con condemnation off you. A lot of times, the lameness, the lameness that you're dealing with, it's not all your fault. Just like there's a blessing that comes through the family line, there's curses that come through the family line. Some of you are dealing with stuff with your, that your grandmammy didn't fix. Amen. See what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It flood runs. There's a blessing and a curse and it rolls through there. You, you see what I'm saying? So, so Mephibosheth is dealing with a lameness and he thinks he's not worthy. So, so in his mind, I'm just an old dead dog. See what I'm saying? But see, the reason why he was lame, because when he was a child at five, when, when, when the house was coming under attack and being besieged, the nurse dropped him. See, some of you have been dropped along the way. You see, it, it ain't all your fault. So God, God knows. See, God knows this. Stop running to folks. God knows why you got where you're at. God knows why you stole the chickens out the chicken coop. Yeah, you, you see, the, don't, the, judge and the, the judge looks at it differently if they know why you did it. It's the difference between first-degree murder and manslaughter. 
and, and, and you know what I mean? And what's the other one if, if you, and, and, uh, and when you plan to do it, you know? And premeditate. See, all of that carries a different weight, you see? And if you get before the judge and you can get your case across straight, see, he looks at that. Well, see, I stole the chicken because I was trying to feed my babies. You see what I'm saying? So, so it is with God. See, and, and I'm, I'm tapping into what Pastor was talking about earlier. Release yourself to go up. Oh, good God Almighty. Y'all can't hear me today. Release yourself to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't over. I don't, I don't know. What, if you've been listening to Channel 2 or Channel 11, that's not, your, that's not your projectory, good God Almighty, for what you're supposed to be. Did I say the word right? That's, that's, not, your, that's not your channel you're supposed to be listening to. The news don't tell us what we're getting ready to do. The governor, I've got to go death, that side. The governor and the mayor don't tell us what we're getting ready to do. See, we get this thing back right. This house is an apostolic house. The ecclesiastic of God is an, is an authoritative place. And if we get in the spirit right, you will run the city. And they'll be coming to you. That's the seat that you've been given. I done said that before. I done said it before. That's the seat you've been given in this place. Yeah, that's the seat you've been given in this place. If we get that threefold cord working in this house, that's the seat that you've been given. They'll come to you and they'll ask you, what shall we do? What must I do, Pastor Mark? What must I do, Pastor Samiko? Y'all better hear me today. They'll come. If you get that threefold cord working, good God Almighty, God is breaking low, breaking loose a divine reversal, good God Almighty, and the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, and good God Almighty, and he turns it whichsoever way he will with that threefold cord of prayer, of fasting, and giving set you in the realm of the spirit where can't nobody touch you good God almighty and they wonder how you're doing what you're doing where the money come from where the help come from because it's by the spirit of the living God God will make your enemy your footstool he'll make when a man's ways pleases the Lord he'll make even his enemies good God almighty his footstool come on now Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're calling you up from Lodabar this morning. I don't care what the past looked like. I said there's a greater day for you. If you can receive that, there's a greater day for you. We don't have to have another funeral. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to have another. Yeah, I said it. Good, we don't have to never. I remember good God Almighty in the beginning of 2020. Good God Almighty, I was sent on a mission. I told Pastor, I was sent on a mission down there in them deep woods of South Carolina to start a church, to start a ministry right there. You know, and down in 2020, around in March and all that time, that's when all the foolishness broke. I call it foolishness. I don't call, I don't give it no credit. I don't even mention the name of it. I don't, I don't give it no respect at all. I put you under my foot every day. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there later. I don't, don't even mention your name. What you talking about, I don't know. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you do what you want to do. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring that sorry. Some folks, some folks ain't even worth you talking about. But I remember we went down in them south woods down there, and I did everything. Well, this, now this, once again, it's my disclaimer. Don't you have to do what I do. Everything was supposed to be did, I did. I'm not that Lord, I got to prove you now. I just, now, come on now. A whole, I'm just, this is just me. I'm saying, now, Lord, now, you said all this right here. Don't now, what they saying don't match up with what you saying. I'm finna go. I got, I got to jump out there. I got to pioneer this thing. Went down there, we started ministry down there. And I remember got a little group of folks, and folks down there uh, passing out, down in the woods, right? So I remember one day in the church, sir, went up there, started prophesying, said, let me tell you right now, ain't now one of you in this house going to die from this foolishness out here. You know? Ooh, child, I wouldn't say nothing like that. You better, let me, can I help you? You better say something like that. I know that that's, that's on another page. You better say something like that. Yeah, yeah, you, you better say something like that. You, you, let me say, I said, ain't now one of you in here go just sit up on here and just hit the word of God. Open your mind. Ain't now one of you getting ready. Ain't now, didn't bury nobody. 
See what I'm saying? In the heat, all this stuff. Yeah, they ain't doing nothing. Uh-uh, the devil's alive. See, you got more control than you ever knew about you got, and God gave it to you. You see what I'm saying? See, in this elevation that you're getting ready to go up into, you're going to have to step into that place of divine dominion. See, he's not elevating you to be cute. He's elevating you to put your boots on somebody. When they walk through this door, before they ever get to Pastor Marcus Amico, good God Almighty, you done took care of them. Get your holy garments back on. Where my church at, good God Almighty? Before they get to the man of God, they already done got a word. They already done got released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what the body of Christ does. This is disciples of God. It ought to flow from the pulpit to the pew. Everything in the house ought to be anointed. Oh, glory to God. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Everything in the house ought to be anointed. Get yourself. We're taking you off of life support today. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. There's a funeral home on up the road up there, right? If that's where you want to be, you go ahead and sign up. I'm from sure they'll still take you. But if you came to live, good God Almighty, you're in the right place. Yeah, yeah, if you came to live, now, if you, and I'm not just telling you, some people want to go on. I want to see my grandma. I do too, but I, I watch the picture for a little while. I look at my daddy's picture. It's up to you. You can choose. If you want to, if you want to, every time I see them folks on, on social media, put, mama been dead for 15 years. I didn't miss my mama. I said, you getting ready to see her pretty soon. Keep on meditating on that right there. You get you pulling yourself right on in that in that dark hole right there. Next thing, the same one. When you pray, I've been in the prayer. I, I've been watching you. You do it every year. Go go in the same hole and don't don't ain't caught on that you the one setting up your door depression. Burn them pictures up. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching and prophesying to them. Burn them up. Well, you ain't got to burn them up because you love them. Put them in a box somewhere in a storage building somewhere and don't look at them for the next five months. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. I don't know who that's for. Stop doing that. Got a cemetery in your house. All them dead mortuary pictures and stuff. Put that, put that mess up. I put it up. Yeah, my daddy down with his dust down there, down there on Highway 61 down there. I don't, you know, you do what you I don't go down there and sit outside the tomb of Nathan Huss and, and mourn. The Bible says we God that we don't mourn like those that don't have hope. See, now you can choose to do it the way you want to, but if you keep doing the way you've been doing it, you're going to go on with them. See, that's how the, how the husband and the wife do it. That, that, that's a true statement. I found it to be the same way. See what I'm saying? Like, that's why I, I told my wife, I said, if, you, if my wife ever passed away, about three weeks, I'm going to be working on something else. <laughs> I got about three weeks of mourning, and we're going to be working on something else. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.